Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. George's going to come and share. Let's just quickly pray. Father, we just thank you for this time. Lord, thank you for the, the fun, for the joy, for your sense of presence with us. And Lord, as we hear from Jordan now and what he's prepared in his heart, Lord, I pray that our hearts would be open and ready to receive it. And Lord, again, we pray that would you transform us through the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Morning, everybody. I'm Jordan. For those of you that don't know me, you might have seen me playing in the band. You might have seen me chasing my kids around, or more accurately, seen my wife chasing our kids around. It's, it's great to be here this morning. Um, before I start, I really felt um, God speaking to me last week as we were worshipping. So I've just got a few words to, to bring. We sang the song, uh, Here is where I lay it down, every burden, every crown. And we often quite come to God with our burdens, right? Not our celebrations. And I just really felt God saying... Don't let your ambition outweigh your gratitude. So your ambition to do more, don't let that outweigh being thankful for what you have. The other one that came to mind was someone has been praying that they want to grow and they want to be stretched by God, but it's hurting a little bit. And you're thinking, God, I want it, I want it to be stretched and you know, grown, not in pain. But just to encourage you that when you stretch and when you exercise, what happens the next day? You hurt. But you get stronger the day after that, and you get stronger the week after that. So that's for whoever feels like that's for those. And the other thing that I'd just like to do before I start, when um, I grew up in this church, and when I was in the youth with Andy and Tim, Mike, Ben, all the guys, and Gail, we had a real strong... Sorry, I was just looking around, and I saw you there, Gail. <laughs> I'll rephrase. When I was in youth with Gail, Andy, and all the other guys... We had a really strong culture of honouring people, and we would publicly honour people. And I want to honour someone this morning, and I don't want to embarrass you, but Luke Wilkins, what a guy you are. Um, for those of you that don't know Luke, Luke is a wonderful person with an anointing on his life where God just puts him in positions, and he just makes the most of it. And Luke has been building his business the last few years, and I know that's been hard for you, Luke going back and forth to Wales and spending time away from the girls. And I just want to say shout out to you for providing and working hard for your family. I know it's not been easy, but the rewards are there and we all love you. And that business is now employing people in this church. So that's, that's incredible. Good for you, Luke. So I was, uh, I was meant to speak this in this service last year, but I had the runs, so I couldn't. Uh, it's a true story. We're just being, we're just being real this morning. And uh, so I've got, got last year's message this year. And I, I, I did a walk yesterday with Freddie. Freddie made me walk 24 miles, which was... I didn't realize how far that was until I couldn't move. Um, so I need some help this morning. So powerhouse kids, are you, are you up for helping me come and tell this story? Come, come to the front. If anybody else wants to come as well, any grown-ups, feel free. And as it is Father's Day, I'm going to tell a story about a father and his son. Some of you may... Hey, big lad, this is my son. Hey, Dukes. You got any words you want to say? My mummy and daddy's good. Whoa, 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 hang on a second. 
Are you sure? Go on, say it again. <laughs> Your mummy and daddy love you very much. And they're very patient, is that right? Yeah. In Jesus' name. So if you've ever been to a nativity service here, the star of the show of the nativity is always baby Jesus. But second to that is Mr. Christmas himself, Noah Hicklin. So Noah, if you would just step over here for me. Noah's going to play the role of the son. Now Noah, who would you like to play your father? Specifically, thinking about you and your life, who would you like to play your father? I don't understand. Who would you like to play your dad in this in this? Little scenario. Hmm. My dad? Your dad! Yay! Welcome to the front, Tom. Come on, Tom. Here he comes. So if you guys all come over this way for me. Noah, you stay here. And if you, if you all come over this way. Thank you so much. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. <laughs> Little drummer's joke for you. So in this story, there's a, a wonderful father and his son. He's got two sons, but... For this, we'll use one. And he says to his son, Dad. Dad. I'd like my inheritance early. I would like my inheritance early. My granddad gave me my inheritance early. He said to me, I want to see you spend it. So uh, being a, an adult, I bought a bathroom. Because <laughs> that's, that's my life now. So I want my inheritance early. I want my inheritance early. I'm packing my bags. I'm packing my bags. And I'm leaving. And I'm leaving. <laughs> so, so his dad gave him some money. Oi, oi. It's a heavy card. So he packed his bags, he got his bag, and he, he wandered, go for a wander. He, he went away to a, a faraway land, and his dad just had a little sit down and, and chilled out. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you come back around. While he was... Away, he spent his money, he spent that inheritance, and he wasted it on lavish living and wild living. And he arrived at some parties. Here you go, Noah. He arrived at a party scene where everybody was dancing. Oh, yeah. Woo, jeez. And everybody was having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. James, oh, my goodness. And he wasted, the Bible says he wasted his money on wild living. He was probably betting on the horses. He was buying too many sweets. And he spent all of his money and he wasted it. <laughs> there wasn't a fight at this party. And then, you can stop dancing now. <laughs> and then, a great famine swept the land. Catherine, you're clever. What's a famine? It's when there's no food. Oh, you're so clever, Catherine. And there was no food for anybody. And he found himself getting really hungry. And he was, he was in pain. He was in agony. <laughs> and he went for another little walk. You can just go to there and back. Amazing. And come back. And then he found himself at a pig farm. And there was lots of pigs making lots of pig noises. <laughs> Some, some, solid, some solid pig noise. And he got a job working on a farm, and he was looking at what the pigs were eating, and he thought to himself, Mmm, that looks good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he thought, I'm so hungry. Even what the pigs are eating looks good to me. 
Oh, the pigs are eating food. <laughs> That's incredible. And he said to himself, do you know what? Here I am looking at what the pigs are eating. Even the servants at my father's house have food to spare. And he said, I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do. I'll go home and I'll say to my father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and I have sinned against you. That's I'll, a long line. Yeah, I'll go to home and tell my father I've sinned against you and sinned against... Nailed it. And I'm, no, I'm not worthy of being your son, but take me on as a servant. I'm not worthy of being your son, but I'll take you on as a servant. Perfect. So he got his bag and he went for another wonder. Go for a little wonder. And the father, meanwhile, the father had been looking for his son. He wanted his co-op card back. <laughs> it's got a few points. And, no, it just run to the back. And while he was still far away, the Bible says, while he was still far off, the father saw him. And the message version says, there was Baywatch music. And they ran. They ran to each other in slow motion. And he ran to his son in slow motion. Some people stand in the darkness Afraid to step into the light Some people need to help somebody But the edge of surrender's inside Don't you worry It's gonna be alright <laughs> And he's, he'd been practicing his speech and he said, Father I have sinned against heaven and you. Father, I have sinned against heaven and you. I'm not worthy of being your son. I'm not worthy of being your son. But please take me on as a servant. Please take me on as a servant. And his father said, <laughs> Yeah, what? <laughs> and his father said, Throw a party because my son who has lost has returned. Oh, yeah, throw a party for my son has returned. Yes. <laughs> and they threw a party because the sun had come. Thank you, everybody. You can take your seats. James, James has asked me if he can tell a joke. Is it, is it Isaac's joke that makes sense? I've not vetted it, no. Knock, knock. Boo. Don't cry, it's just a joke. That is how you do it, Isaac. That's how you do a knock-knock joke. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for, for that. I'm just going to uh, quickly unplug this. So the moral of that debacle and the key takeaway is Tom doesn't know his Bible. But that is Jesus telling that story in Luke 15. And he's talking about how, you know, as people, we have moved away from God and we started to live our own way. But we can come back to the Father. And there are two takeaways for me from this story. And young people, I want to speak to, to you guys for a minute. There is nowhere you can go and there is nothing that you can do where God will say, nah. 
I'm, I'm not looking for you anymore. There's no way that you can go. There's nothing that you can do where God won't still accept you home. And he won't still throw you a party. And that's for everybody in this room. Don't use God's grace as a ticket to go and make mistakes. And think, do you know what? He'll take me back. It's fine. Like, you know, we heard in the story that the father took the son back. But don't use that as an excuse to then go and do what you want. Romans 6 tells us not to do that. Paul says, well then, since God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean that we can go on sinning? And then he says, of course not. Of course not. And this leads me to my second takeaway, is that the best place for the son was with his father all along. He took that gift He took that inheritance and he wasted it. But he could have saved himself a lot of pain and a lot of hunger and a lot of bad feeling about himself and life if he had just stayed with his father. So that's what my prayer is for you guys today, is that no matter what life throws throws your way, that you will cling to God and you will stick to your father. No matter how tempting the outside world looks, no matter what it is that you want to do with yourself and say, do you know what, I've had enough with living under my father's house and living by his rules, I'm going to do my own thing. I encourage you, don't do that. I encourage you, don't do that. Cling to your father, stay in his house. If you're a, someone this morning who uh, considered yourself at one time a Christian, but maybe you think, do you know what, I've moved away from God, he is looking for you. He's actively looking for you. He's seeking you and he will run to you not in slow motion but he will run to you and he will throw his arms around you and there won't be do you know what now you're back you're gonna you're gonna live by my rules and there's just love my bible says that when the the father saw his son he he looked at him with love and compassion father god is seeking you and he is looking at you with love and compassion and he wants to bring you in and he wants to welcome you home and if you don't know christ this morning There's a place for you. He wants to welcome you back. He wants to welcome you into his family. He wants to adopt you as one of his own. And again, he will throw you the biggest party when you come home to him. Cling to God. Stay with him. Stay by his side. Stay under his house. And I'm going to pass back to Andy. Thank you, everybody, for helping me this morning. Thank you, Noah. Andrew. Oh, thanks, George. We will not forget that one, will we? I'm going to ask if the musicians would just come. We're going to come to a time of of worship this morning. But what an apt word for us to embrace and consider this morning as we come and gather around the communion table. And uh, what a powerful reminder. You know, seeing the kids up here, brilliant. But the depth of that story is a revelation of Father God's love for each of us. And this morning as we remember that, uh, and take the bread and the juice this morning, we're remembering what Jesus has done for each of us. There was a, there was a guy who, I think his name was Stephen Thomas, and um, he did something that a lot of us dads do, and, it, and that's forget. Uh, forget things that are really important. And uh, he had got over $2 million set aside in Bitcoin, and uh, it lost the password to access his $200 million. And the story goes that it got 10 attempts and it got up to the eighth attempt and he still couldn't remember 
the password. He got two attempts left. Last time I checked, it was about 2021, and he was still um and awe in what to do about his last two attempts. Uh, he'd forgot what was important to remember. And I think in our lives too, we often do that. And as we come to the communion table this morning, this is an opportunity to remember, to remember. And we're accepting Jesus' invite and command, in fact, to come and remember. Let me just remind you of some of those words. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, from verse 23, For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. It was given as a command to go from generation to generation to generation to remember. It goes on to say, in the same way, Jesus took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. As George shared this morning, we have an opportunity to respond to Father God's love. And maybe just as he shared, we've wandered from his house. We've wandered from his heart. We've wandered from his presence and trying to escape and do life on our own. This morning, before we come to take communion, this is the perfect opportunity in time. Say, Jesus, I'm coming home. I'm coming home to the Father for everything that you've got for me. I'm sorry that I've left you. I'm choosing now to cling to you, just as George said. This is the perfect opportunity in time as well to remember and to refocus, to appreciate what's important and be thankful for what Jesus has given. Let's just take a moment to pray. Lord Jesus, we just come with hearts full of gratitude for everything that you've done for us. Lord Jesus, thank you that your suffering and death on the cross, your resurrection is an opportunity for us to receive new hope new life, salvation, forgiveness through you. Lord Jesus, in this moment, I pray that your Holy Spirit would just stir hearts that have been away from you, that in this time, hearts would return to you. That, Father God, you would reveal your love once again. In Jesus' name. And Lord, we come because we remember. We remember and we're thankful. Pray that our hearts would be open, our ears would be open to hear what you're saying to us in this time. You would be glorified, Jesus. Amen.